This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit mortarboxmedia.com. Hey, welcome back to the Madison Story Slam podcast. It's me, your host, Adam Rosted, here with another great episode full of great stories for you to listen to. Before we get to the stories, I want to let you know how you can help us out. If you leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts app or iTunes, that helps a ton. While you're there, you can subscribe to the show. Also, if you go to patreon.com slash madisonstoryslam, you can become a patron of the show. That helps a ton. And then also go to our YouTube channel by searching Madison Story Slam. Hit the subscribe button, watch a few videos, hit the thumbs up, and uh, that would help also. On today's episode, we've got two stories, one from Mel Hammond and also one from Bradley Glassell. Both Brad and Mel have been loyal uh, members of the Madison Story Slam community. They both have come many times, and just about every time they have come to the Story Slam events, they have told a story, and they're usually great stories. I say usually, but really every time they're great stories. Brad is telling a great story second about his time in high school, and you'll want to hear it. But first... Mel is telling a story about her time switching to a new school in a new state, not used to the things that her teacher wants the class to do. Here's Mel. Sometimes peer pressure can be really important when you are trying to learn how to interact with people in a brand new place. So when I was in fifth grade, when I was going into fifth grade, my family moved from Virginia to Ohio, and that's a really hard time to move because um, you're at the top of your elementary school. You're the big kid, and you're supposed to know everything. Um, but when I started at my new school, I knew nothing. I didn't know where the gym was. I didn't know how far outside the playground you were allowed to go during recess. Um, I didn't know how to get a, a little punch card for lunch um, where the the lunch people would like punch it when you got your lunch. Um, I didn't know any of that. So I had to follow other kids around in my class and watch what they were doing and take cues from them and just copy what whatever they were doing. So um, one incident that happened uh, during the second week of school where I was still trying to get my bearings um, I was in class um, right at the beginning of the day, and our teacher had just taken roll, and one of the office aides came um, to the door, and she had a tray of little cups, and they were filled halfway with orange juice. Um, it looked like Sunny D to me, and that was my favorite drink, um, so I, I was excited about that. But I was also a little confused um, because it was such a small amount and we hadn't gotten Sunny D any other days so far. So I looked around at my classmates and they were kind of like rolling their eyes and groaning and I was like, guys, come on, it's Sunny D. But I um, took their cues and I was also a little skeptical. 
Um, so our teacher passed them out. Each person got one on their desk, along with a, a little napkin. And I looked around, and no one else was touching theirs, so I also did not touch mine. When everyone had their juice, the teacher went back up to the front of the class and started a stopwatch and said, all right, go. And I followed what everyone else was doing, which was to tip back the sunny delight um, and then swallow it straight down. And it was the most sickly, sweet, fake, orange, pungent, awful taste that I had ever experienced. And I looked around to see how others were feeling about this awful experience. And to my horror, they all had their cheeks puffed out and were swishing. And I had swallowed mine straight down. I didn't watch closely enough. So I puffed my cheeks out and started swishing, even though there was only air in my mouth. And after one minute, our teacher said, all right, spit. And everyone spat the orange stuff back into their cup, wiped their mouths, and stuffed the, the um, napkin into the cup. And so I spit, just my regular spit, into the cup. I wiped my mouth, and I stuffed the napkin down there. Everyone was like, getting the taste out of their mouth, and so I pretended that I was too, but I wasn't pretending because my mouth tasted horrible. The teacher came around and collected our cups, and I finally got up the courage to raise my hand and say, what was that? And immediately, the girl behind me said, did you drink it? I was like, yeah, I didn't know what it was. Turns out it was fluoride because uh, they stripped the fluoride out of the water in our town. And um, I had to go to the nurse and get checked out. And I was fine, but I did learn that, you know, sometimes you got to think for yourself and not just look around and drink orange-flavored fluoride. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't accidentally ingested something that was actually meant to be a non-ingestible, I don't know, medical kind of thing? That's pretty funny. I also love Sunny D growing up. Hey, if you don't know, we do a live stream of every single one of our live events on Facebook. And if you go to facebook.com slash Madison Story Slam, on the third Saturday of every month at 7 p.m., you can watch our live event. Just wanted you to know that. This next story is from Bradley Glassell, and he's telling us about the only fistfight he's ever been in. All right. So who here has seen the movie A Christmas Story? Okay. All right. So you remember in The Christmas Story where Ralphie is bullied by these kids and he finally has had it and beats up the one bully in this fury of like, you know, Tourette's yelling and screaming and beating him up and his mom finally pulls off. So keep that in mind, keep that in mind in this story. So as I mentioned, I grew up in Milwaukee um, and I went to Catholic grade school and high school. So, and we're talking back when, you know, your full 
nuns with full garb, heads and all this, and rulers on your knuckles and all that kind of stuff. So, so when I went to high school, again, it's a small Catholic high school. We had uh, about 80 people in our graduating class, and in a real working-class neighborhood, 6th and Mitchell, if anybody's familiar with Milwaukee, Notre Dame High School on 6th and Mitchell. And so I go to high school, and again, this small working-class school, and like just about every high school, every school out there, you start getting this pecking order, you know, you, these cliques and all this kind of stuff. And we would eat in the lunchroom there, which was the old auditorium, and they had long tables put together, eight-foot tables put together. And over a series of time, the pecking order would be established. And at one end of the table would be the tough guys, the cool guys, and all that. And then in ranking, it would depreciate down the line to what your pecking order was in that. I was pretty solid middle on that. I was not a tough guy. I'd actually never even been in a fight in my life. Was not a tough guy. Was not great at sports and all that. But I also wasn't smart enough to be a geek. So, <clears throat> so I was in the middle, and that was kind of my rank in high school overall. Oh, I did have one superpower. I had a cloaking ability to be totally invisible to girls. <laughs> so, so that was my superpower. But So we had this kind of pecking order there, and I, I didn't really care about it that much. Well, one day we're sitting at the lunch table. It was a Monday, and this guy gets up. And he looks at me, points at me, and he says, Glassel, I'm going to kick your ass. I want you to meet me behind Greebies Friday after school, and I'm going to kick your ass. And I'm like, what? What? You know? And this is a guy I actually went to grade school with. I didn't have any argument with him and all this, but I think this was his way to move up in the pecking order. So I'm like, oh, my God. I'd never been in a fight. I don't know what to do. This guy's going to beat the heck out of me, you know? So all week long, I'm worried about this whole thing of, of what's going to happen here. I'm going to get beat up, and I'm building up this tension, and I'm building up, you know, everything in my mind of what's going to go on. I told some friends, hey, when he's beating me up, can you pull him off of me so, you know, he doesn't kill me and stuff, and, you know, had all these things and all that. So, again, we're talking Six and Mitchell and Milwaukee, Greeby's Bakery, classic old bakery. There's an alley behind there, and so comes Friday afternoon, we go back there. Well, by then, the whole school knows about this. So we're talking, a big crowd comes, you know, big crowd, and they're here, it's me and this guy standing there, and there's all these people around, which is just heightening the whole thing. And at that point, now think of Ralphie. And that's what happened to me. I just broke. I went into, you know, yelling every swear word in the world and the Tasmanian devil going at him and punching. And he's like, oh, my God, he backs up. He didn't throw a punch. He's like, oh, my God, didn't know what to do. And, and about two minutes later, here comes a cop, comes down the alleyway and breaks it all up. So basically, I won the only fight of my life. <laughs> <laughs> never been in one since and never before. So it comes Monday and we come to lunch and go to the lunch table and all the alpha guys come up and say, hey Glassel, you're up at the table over here. And I look at him and I said, nah, I'm okay where I am. And I think actually that was probably one of the proudest times of my life. So. 
Thank you. Hey, Brad, we're also proud of you for that time in your life where you got into a fight and then decided that you didn't want to sit with the jocks, I guess. Hey, listeners, thanks again for tuning in. And uh, just a reminder that you can play a bigger part in this show if you go to uh, iTunes or Apple Podcast app. Leave a rating and a review. Tell us what you're thinking about the show, how you're liking it, maybe something you'd like to see different, and all that jazz. I want to remind you of the upcoming live events that we have. January 19th, that's a Saturday at the Wilmar Center, we have a story slam with the theme Breakups. And then on February 8th, that's a Friday, we are teaming up with the McFarland Public Library for a Story Slam event with the theme, Good Dates, Worst Dates. So come tell a great story at that one. And then in February, again, on the 16th, that's our regular Story Slam on a Saturday. We don't have a theme yet, but we'll be at the Wilmar Center. And then March 16th, still no theme set yet, we'll be at the Wilmar Center again that Saturday. The themes will be posted soon on our Facebook page. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week. And as always, I love you.